0: That was a dumb prayer. She knew exactly what he wanted her to do. The question was, would she do it? Lord Jesus, I know you're asking me to forgive my dad. If I refuse to forgive him, how can I expect you to help me forget? I know it's true. I need to forgive him. She took another long drink of milk, swallowed, slowly opened her eyes, and blinked. There is no way. Her throat, tightened, started to ache. I'm sorry, Lord, but there is no way I can ever forgive my dad. If you know anything about me, you know I can't. Tears burned her eyes. And if you know me, you know that isn't true. It's not that I can't forgive him. It's that I won't. Ever. She grabbed her keys and left the apartment, slamming the door behind her, leaving her jacket hanging on its peg, her half-empty glass, and the gallon of milk on the counter. From inside the Kimberly Street Medical Clinic, Erin Mathis heard the door of the apartment above her slam. Chris and Cappy's apartment. One of them stomped down the outside stairs. Angry stomps. She hoped it was Cappy. Past the front windows of the clinic, Chris McIntyre, Aaron's dearest friend, made her way down the long porch. Aaron held her breath, hoping Chris would stop at the clinic's door and peek inside to say a quick hello. Uh, The door didn't open. More angry stomps. Aaron peered out the big front window and waited. Chris, head lowered against the spring rain, walked down the sidewalk down Kimberly Street, probably toward the new gymnasium on her way to work. With a deep sigh, Erin relaxed in her chair, then rubbed the back of her neck. She had never felt so bloated, so positively monstrous. Her weight gain, her bulging belly, her increasing impatience, being pregnant so long, so ready to be over and done with it. Are you all right? Hot breath tickled her ear. She smiled at her husband's words, then squirmed as his lips nibbled her earlobe. Hold still, you taste good. His hands gently massaged her shoulders as his lips found the side of her neck. Aaron squelched her immediate desire to hum with pure delight. Instead, she asked him, Aren't you supposed to be at the hospital? Yes. More nibbling. Just wanted a taste before I left. You're getting more than a taste. She turned to face him, gazed into his light brown eyes, watched the light dance in them. You are so beautiful. She grunted. Please, I look like I swallowed a beach ball. Her husband grinned. Three more weeks, love. Two weeks, four days, and hopefully not a minute more. He laughed. Don't laugh. You did this to me. I'll make it up to you first chance I get. You better. He knelt in front of her and gently placed his hands on her protruding abdomen, then leaned in to kiss it. Hello there, little babe. Daddy can't wait to see you. you be good for Mommy today. Try to stay off her bladder, okay? And don't kick too hard. He looked up with laughter in his eyes. Aaron could only smile. Standing, Scott returned her smile, then moved in to kiss her lips. He pushed back her hair and cupped her cheeks in his hands. You're gonna be late, barely a whisper. Another kiss, this one deeper, lingering. When he kissed her like this, what choice did she have? She could only fall headlong into the joy of his love, the joy of sharing life with her true soulmate, of being Mrs. Scott Mathis. She savored her overwhelming gratitude to the one who had saved them and brought them together. Scott slowly pulled away. Okay, you're right. Gotta go. But I'll be home around three. He traced the backs of his fingers down her cheek, touched the tip of her nose, then turned, Wrapped his jacket around him and headed for the front door. Still basking in the moment, Aaron's lips and cheek tingled. We'll be waiting.